to All right. Well, hello, you beautiful people. This is Gary Horn, and this, this is this is the NWA. It's a podcast celebrating the past, present, future, history, legacy, and tradition of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. I'm talking about the National Wrestling Alliance, and this is the Corin stream. <laughs> and you, people can't like the the camera keeps bouncing back and forth, so they probably couldn't see you all oh, celebratory. Sorry. I did this. <laughs> I did this. <laughs> uh, there is uh, Miss Madeline Hoptree. Maddie, thank you so much for joining me today. Hello. Thanks for having me, Gary. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm excited to have you too. And you were watching NWA Power, which is what we've been doing on our Corin stream. And uh, Stinson Vision in the chat saying that they are jealous that we saved the booze for this episode. That is too bad. Uh, for you he was that's actually robert Simpson. he was my guest on the last one so he was i thought that you said that there was a lot of booze on the last episode uh i guess he didn't see it i don't know not, no <laughs> he was he he was drinking on the last episode is what i was gonna say oh, okay. um yeah um he also says you have great ink too, oh, so. thanks thanks appreciate that yeah thanks Maddie, this is really cool, and uh, it's cool that actually Rob is talking about you because uh, we were having a conversation on the last episode about how, well, he is um, a principal and uh, former, uh, he's an army vet and uh, academic person, and um, so he was talking about how it's weird, like wrestling has like such a redneck um, assumption about it people like a reputation that it, people just mm -hmm. think that it's just a redneck hobby and uh he was saying that in his, in his experience it's like lots of people from all different walks of life watch it yeah. and uh enjoy it and that he doesn't consider himself like some dumb redneck you know he's he's in this field and they, there's like poets and uh, uh one of the wrestlers um in their Josephus, like he's a musician and uh, he's a professor at college and all I was of these say, things. He's a professor, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's like into all these things. Obviously, Billy Corgan's his own thing. Um, so it's like all these different walks of life. Um, you've been on an episode before, but people might not have heard that one, or they haven't seen you at the same time. Like, uh, yeah. do you have experience with wrestling? prior to NWA Power? Um, I think that it's kind of funny that you started this particular episode on, uh, like with me with, with saying that about like the redneck thing. Um, I'm from West Virginia. And uh, when I told my mom that I was, that like, like I was cleaning her house today and I had to leave um, so that I could get ready to talk on a wrestling podcast. And my mom was just like, I thought we left West Virginia for a reason. Like, <laughs> I was like, mom, it's actually like, it's it's really good. It's not, I don't know. Plus I think that especially watching like the NWA power, it's completely different than any other wrestling like I've seen before. Um, just like stylistically, like the way that they do it, um, like the drama, like between characters and everything and even the character development. I just, I don't, I watched wrestling when I was a kid but like, that's about it. And then I watched a few of the NWA episodes when I like talked on your podcast for the first time. So that's the, that's the extent of my experience. It's been really fun. Like, I really enjoy it though. That's awesome. I'm, 
I'm glad you're here doing this and, and branching out and taking a chance on something. Um, yeah, so like you said, you've done the podcast before. Uh, this is not the first time you've seen the NWA necessarily, but they didn't have a regular show back then. So it was a lot yeah. more difficult to get people uh, organized on how to watch it because it was just kind of like random, like shorter clips. And now they actually have like a regular episodic show week to week. Uh, well, they did until everything stopped happening anymore. Yeah. But, um, so uh, you said stylistically and everything, uh, it's uh, the first time you've seen anything like this. Like what stands out to you about it? Like what, what, do you, what appeals to um, you about the look of it so far? I like how like the first, what, like two minutes to it are like kind of fans tweeting and like, it's not just like a recap. I mean, there's a lot of recapping in there, but um, I like how it, it kind of shows like how people are involved, like with media and internet and everything these days um, in the NWA. And um, I like all the commercials that they have, the Austin Idol one, and then the one that they did with the, was it the tire, the tire wrench and the oh, waffles? Waffle, waffles, <laughs> the tire, the tire arts. Arts. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, that was great. I mean, the graphics, the introducing the characters in the beginning of the episodes, I, you know, WWE didn't do that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, that is an interesting uh, part of it, too, just where they uh, do the, like, who's going to appear on the episode. It was like Saturday Night Live kind of style. Yeah. And it's uh, it's definitely it's set up in a studio, which is, uh, it's a callback to an earlier time in wrestling, like back, especially it was big in the South, the Southeast kind of thing where they would do these like studio shows because it was cheaper to get the product out and uh, they could film a bunch with a live audience right there in the crowd. And uh, anyway, so this is kind of what Billy Corgan is doing. It also is probably what he grew up on watching. And so he's kind of fond of that style which is the only way I think to stand out right now. It seems nostalgic. Like it seems as if it's recalling something from the past. Yeah, it definitely is. There's lots of nods to the past in it. Um, just just the whole setup of, of the thing is that way. Um, so we are here to talk about episode number four and I'm assuming that means you've watched episodes one through three uh, so far, yeah. right? I haven't watched anything after four, but okay all right no problem and, don't ruin uh, anything for me all right i won't ruin it for you um so we'll recap episode four who, who stood out for you though if you could think about it without thinking about episode four like going into episode four who was standing it out to you the most like as far as character wise and that sort <laughs> so of thing i was thinking about this when i was because i kind of rewatched the episode when i was uh waiting for you to send me the invite and the first time that Aaron Stevens popped up, you know, I was like, oh, he's so cute. And then this episode, I was like, God, he's fucking annoying. And like, he's got a super dad bod. <laughs> so initially, I, I thought he was, I thought he was really hot, but I lost that pretty quickly. Wow. Um, <laughs> I hope he's not watching. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. You got to be real. So the personality didn't put you off, like you uh, don't look him in the eye. Uh, you yeah, know. no, I that definitely put me off. I was like, God, well, and I'm also intrigued by tropical pirates. Like I want to know more. Because <laughs> it do just too. shows like this random, like Shakespeare esque, like 
of him like quoting in this like pirate shirt and then that's it and then just some b-roll footage of like a pirate <laughs> ship floating in the cove um, yeah so i i really want to hear more about that movie um also camille i'm intrigued by her like does she know how to speak has she spoken before <laughs> like uh well you you said not to spoil anything for you but i can okay, say okay before, all right <laughs> before this point uh she has spoken not on mic like she's um there was a show they did where like she got in nick aldis's face because she was trying to interfere for him and he okay was, like, so telling her not speak. to and she was yelling at him like i'm trying right. to help you out and so they are arguing and uh so yeah so it's not that she can't, uh, she is just choosing not to so far. And, All right. Uh, yeah, All right. and uh, Joe Galley will not a long about it. Certain mystique, I, I how do, guess. So. How, do, how do you feel about like Joe Galley? Like he keeps pestering her about talking. And uh, I actually appreciate that because I think as a woman, you know, I'm sure some other people were like, well, is Nick Aldis like really not letting her speak or you know, is like, is that a challenge or whatever? But um, she made it pretty clear that she's choosing not to speak. So I, I like Joe Kelly. Yeah. He's, he's nice. He seems sweet. <laughs> I'm sure he'd appreciate that. So uh, he's, he's an actual legitimate broadcast journalist. Like he's out in the, I think. That's what he was saying. He's like, I've won awards and everything. So. Yeah. He sounds, uh, he sounds humble. Um, no, he, <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, yeah, he's, he's like in uh, San Antonio or somewhere. I can't remember if it's Houston or San Antonio, but yeah, he, uh, he posts regularly to his feed. I, I did it for a little bit, but I think it probably gets annoying. He would like post stuff about the NWA and comments yeah. about wrestling. But then in the middle of that, he would post like a legitimate news story. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that seems really confusing. <laughs> and I'd be like, what story is this one? And like, where's, I didn't see this one. <laughs> like, where's what? <laughs> that wasn't in the recap yeah so weird joe uh yeah you mentioned uh in the uh the recap of the fans and stuff at the beginning we got more of that in this one uh the uh like wrestling days is on there you mentioned him yeah the uh, british guy uh, he, he made me laugh in the first couple of episodes when it showed like yeah. the clips from him I, I I said this before you, anybody could hear probably, but uh, my favorite part of watching it is all the Gary sightings that I've gotten so far. <laughs> Him just like, <laughs> yes. She was asking me about beforehand, like how it works because she's like, are you, you know, is this all filmed in one day or are you just wearing the same outfit over the span of a month? Or <laughs> That's whatever? just like your wrestling outfit. <laughs> After the first uh, set of tapings, it became like a joke that like maybe we should start bringing like changes of clothes. Because <laughs> <laughs> so like... I was, the first episode I almost texted you and was like, I'm so excited. I saw so many Gary, like there were so many Gary sightings in this episode because you were in like the intro and everything. And then the second episode, I was like, I think it's the same shirt. Like, <laughs> And then the third and the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Gary, you're not I helping the wrestling's reputation by not, you're not bathing, so it's not helping <laughs> the reputation of this company. <laughs> yeah, uh, you'll, and, and you can hear me quite a few times, because sometimes I come in there and I get, I like to get rowdy at him, and so it's it's fun no. to interact. Um, uh, 
Yeah, Jim Jennifer's Cornette. just sitting down and you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Jim Cornette came out. I was I was telling somebody else about this. Uh, he, you know, he's the other commentator on the show and he he walks out beforehand and he's talking to the crowd and he's telling them all. He says, uh, you know, you guys are as important to this as anybody else. He's like, if Jimmy Kimmel's on the late show and he tells a joke and the studio audience doesn't laugh at that joke, then yeah. it's not funny for the folks at home either. He's like, it, it matters that the audience thinks it's funny. And uh, he's like, so that's what you guys are here for. He's like, cameras are going to be on you. Like there people yeah. are going to see you and see if you seem like you care. And he's like, so you have to care. And he's like, and you have to react. And if things suck, tell us they suck. And if things are yeah. good, make sure people know it's good. He's like, and we'll adjust on the fly. We'll make this thing work. He's So it always feels like he, he did a great job of making it feel like the audience mattered to what was happening. So, or maybe I just took it too far, but I would yell yeah. things and stuff. But we would get in trouble too sometimes. Like not me, I never said anything inappropriate. I don't do that, but some people like in episode three eddie kingston is standing behind the commentary and he's talking about if he'd have seen these guys out in the parking lot he might have stabbed them up or something yeah. and that got bleeped by him but the audience starts chanting stab them up and uh, and i was and that wasn't even me because i was just sitting there i remember talking to jennifer i was like man i don't like people are waiting for somebody to get stabbed now this feels like it got real yeah, wild that's intense <laughs> uh but Anyway, so yeah, uh, there's there's moments where I yell things, and uh, uh, there's an episode coming up where Nick Aldis definitely looks at me and says, "Shut up, fat boy." And, uh, <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so uh, anyway, that's coming up. But uh, Maddie, we can uh, jump right into episode four and uh, start talking about it. I did not feel like typing, so I'm going to give him credit where it's due. I'm using this guy named Jordan Huey's uh, recap of episode four. It's called Dealer Calls Again. Um, again? <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> Dealer Calls Again. Uh, he says, uh, we start with a video package revolving around Tim Storm's past few weeks, particularly last week's dealings with Eli Drake. We see the Dawson's surprising defeat of Storm and Drake and Aldis emerging to check on Storm afterwards. Did, uh, by the way, did that, uh, you know, the very first episode is obviously a fight between Tim Storm and Nick Aldis. You may mm -hmm. remember them from your time watching the old series. Yeah. Uh, do you think Nick's legit? Like he seems very concerned about Tim Storm. He seems, you know, when I watched like the old NWA stuff, I really didn't like Nick at first. Um, I always thought he kind of looks like Hugh Jackman. Um, <laughs> and I even, I was just really not sure. You know, he, he just seems, he comes across, across as kind of cocky, but in this like new series, I, I don't know if it's just like that they've, chosen to portray him differently but I like him a lot more I think that he he gives Tim Storm like the respect that he deserves like especially at the end of episode three and you know they beat him up and Nick comes out that's episode three right uh yeah 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 he checks um, on him after yeah when when Storm's yeah. like beat down he's you know I've heard him say this and then Allison Kay said it in this in the episode four to the girls that you know you have to to be like 
the the person who holds the world heavyweight championship you know you have to carry yourself differently and you have to have like everything to lose and i think that nick is like i think that both of them actually like are totally like representative of champions like i couldn't imagine anybody else being the champion right now yeah he's he definitely carries it and makes it um important uh yeah it's like what everybody's after uh, which kind of brings us to the next little segment here because uh, Cornette and Galley introduce James Storm. And, and um, he comes out uh, and says he's sick and tired of having to prove himself week after week. He doesn't think he should have to he, prove that anything. That pissed me off. It just like... It, <laughs> it, it, right off, just... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I like it. I like I'm it. I'm sorry. But he comes out and it's just, you know, they're not even really... They weren't even talking about him at first, were they? And then he just like comes out and is like, I just have to prove myself and I'm sick and tired of doing it. Like, that's exactly what you're trying to do by coming out and interrupting something that has like nothing to do with you. Like you're just, that's overcompensation, like classically. Yeah. I, I feel like he's probably meant to be the bad guy. Um, so mission accomplished. <laughs> he's annoying. <laughs> I'm a fan of James like Storm. Yeah. And he's accusing Nick Aldis of ducking him. Uh, he says that uh, even though he beat uh, Colt Cabana, he still wants to jump on the bandwagon. He starts talking trash about Colt Cabana until Colt comes on the screen and says, uh, basically, Colt Cabana says that the belt that James Storm has is his belt, and he beat it. If if those who don't know, I kind of had to recap in the last episode, too, because I realized, you know, like a lot of people haven't seen this stuff if you're just watching Power, but yeah. Colt was the national champion, and uh, – he had injured himself and James Storm kept probing him, like bugging the hell out of him to defend the title. And Colt, even on his injured leg, when he was you know, supposed to not be competing, gave him a match because James Storm kept, you know, calling him out and saying he was the wuss and all this stuff. And so Colt went in and fought him, but James Storm ended up getting the win. So, Weak. yeah, yeah. So James, James was a little, uh, you know, kind of a jerk about it and Colt salty. Um, and uh, sorry, my wife is also sending me screenshots of us talking. I think oh. <laughs> no, she's uh, she she likes catching my face at like the weirdest possible moments, and so she's like, "Here's Never, what it looks don't, like." So <laughs> she's always like, "This one looks like somebody put something in your butt." <laughs> so, uh, anyway uh colt says that title belongs to him and he's ready recovered and ready to go uh and uh eli drake comes out and uh eli drake tells uh james storm you know what in your head hands is the ticket to the world title so like the national title is uh the next in line to get a shot at the world title so you should uh you know give it the credit it deserves and uh, he shouldn't uh, he shouldn't take his eyes off the prize and let Cabana take the title away. Sorry, uh, he. I'm looking through my notes and I am already confused. It must be the beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, like Eli Drake comes out there and just like stirs all this shit up and then leaves. <laughs> basically, like Nick Aldis even talks about it at the end. He's like, I don't see him anywhere. Or no, I think it was the <laughs> announcers who were like. Yeah, Eli Drake came out and like basically called called Nick Aldis out, and then Nick Aldis came out, and they put 
was that they put both titles on the line, right? Um, yeah, there's a there's a moment coming up for the main event. Yeah, he uh, basically Nick comes out and says, "All right, like all these people are uh, talking their trash and stuff like that." And James Storm's probably talking because he's just a drunk. He's you know he's like, "I'm gonna chalk this up to alcohol." See? See? And, <laughs> and, um, yeah, I even made a note about that. I was like, "Wow," calls him out for drinking and then calls him yeah. drink out for being a wannabe. Yeah, I was about to say, he says, uh, he says, you're the only one who sounds any different is because you're just trying to sound like me yeah. and, uh, or something like that. He's, He's like, he doesn't have any vices except that he wants to be like me. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, but is that a vice, Nick, or is that a plus? That's a good point. That's a good right? <laughs> that's a good question. So uh, Aldis says he's sick of the rhetoric. He wants to settle things in the ring. He brings up an interesting idea, a six-man tag featuring himself, Colt Cabana, and a different partner versus Storm and partners of his choosing. If Aldis' team wins, Cabana gets a shot at James Storm's title. And if James, Storm team, if James Storm's team wins, then James gets his shot at Nick Aldis' title. That's it. That sounded easy enough, right? Um, yeah. And he says, though, if you do win and you come after the 10 pounds of gold, the world championship, you have to give up that national title, though, uh, because you can't you can't come after mine without something to lose. Here. Yeah, so, he makes a badass speech there. Yeah. Um, and and Jape sort of says something about uh, Nick Aldis's Jaguar. Yeah, that's a is... pussy move. <laughs> <laughs> see this is the kind of commentary we've been missing maddie i just i just don't <laughs> he's just like the typical like i mean like i said i'm from west virginia he's like the typical biker asshole who's just i'm sorry i don't like him <laughs> don't like oh, it's him. <laughs> okay i just feel i feel more comfortable with you being here calling james storm a pussy than like if i were to say james storm's a pussy <laughs> then, sorry uh, no i mean it's Not just sorry. that there's a good chance we see him someday, you know? <laughs> so. He's going to be like, hey, <laughs> I heard you call me a pussy. <laughs> I'll see you in the parking lot. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, you see some recap of the stuff with Camille, uh, and they're encouraging people to send in questions on Twitter with hashtag yeah, ask hashtag Camille. Ask Camille. <laughs> people did that, too. Like, she would reply. I made a note about that, too. <laughs> They would, uh, they would, they would send in the, uh, the tweets, and I, I loved it because she's very salty on Twitter. Like she just would write people off pretty easy, and uh, people would be like, "Will you come on my podcast?" No, <laughs> just <it's> like, <laughs> just no, <laughs> just no. And uh, and she's she's also very good on Twitter about uh, anybody who says anything inappropriate to her. She just puts them on blast immediately. Like, uh, you know. Like I, I imagine that the females get a lot of uh, yeah inappropriate stuff. So whatever. I just uh, I've never heard anybody say inappropriate, but I just did. Uh, David Marquez is speaking with Trevor Murdoch. Says he's known him for almost twenty five years. Says he's been up had his ups and downs. Okay. Question. Go, ahead. Go for Has it. Has Trevor Murdoch had that facial hair for the last twenty five years? It looks like pubic hair. I just want to know. Like I could not <laughs> stop looking at it. It was just like. 
Oh, just the sideburns, the way they, they come out? I, I didn't know what that was. Was that a sideburn? Was that a, a mutton chop? Like, was that a beard that only grew certain ways? Like, I couldn't tell. Well, that's that's, that's a good question. I don't know. I've, I've You know, I interviewed him on the show before, and uh, I know that he said, like, when he, he, he generally used to be, like, the bad guy. Yeah. And he would always say that like part of being the bad guys, he wanted to be the biggest, ugliest, meanest person. And uh, my wife, I should say my wife just texted me. She goes, yikes, she is brutal. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to ask me to come back. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a new flavor. I, I like it. I'm always too nice. So this, this maybe makes an interesting <laughs> dynamic. So. <laughs> Maddie's just going in. <laughs> I listen to podcasts about serial killers like constantly and conspiracy theories. So I hmm. you'd like Roy Sizigs. He's a he's a big uh conspiracy theory junkie. Do you watch last uh last podcast to the left or listen to it? Yeah. Yeah, he um Ben Kissel has a uh wrestling show called I saw uh, that. Was it This yeah. Is Fun? Kind of fun, I think is the name fun. of it. Yeah, and he had Royce on there not too long ago. And uh, oh, it's cool. But uh, when uh, I had Royce on, we talked mostly about murders and stuff. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like mostly about that stuff and like his favorite ones. And, was, and we realized like as we're going into it, I'm like, uh, so what's your favorite one? He's like, well, my favorite, well, I realized that other people can Shouldn't hear have this. We have first, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, we I should establish that these are real people, and uh, they have families and they have lives. And uh, <laughs> but the most interesting, maybe, <laughs> is that he would give a list of those. But anyway, so uh, Trevor, whose facial hair I will never not notice now, is uh, I'm going to be really nice for the rest of my life now. <laughs> I mean, you're just being honest. That's what we got you here for. You're uh, giving your legitimate feedback. I just had so many questions. No, that's 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 what keeps the conversation going. It's just uh, maybe, you know, I was just looking to see if I uh, happened to tag Trevor Murdoch in the, uh, in the tweet. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Trevor Murdoch. I, I'm so sorry. I do. <laughs> Legitimately a nice guy, that that, that fella. Great. Uh, he seems awesome. <laughs> like I'd like to have a beer with him sometime. <laughs> you know, maybe shave his mutton chops a little bit. But yeah, I just I just want to like linger on this a little bit longer and just watch you slowly like try to walk back your comments. <laughs> All right. So anyway. So anyway. Trevor's not smiling. That's what Murdoch's talking about. Or no, sorry, Marquez is, uh, David Marquez is talking about it. He's, he's seen him a long time. Has, he usually has a smile on his face. Uh, Murdoch says he's not that happy right now uh, because he needs a contract. And uh, let's see. So Josephus last week threw some powder in Colt Cabana's face and he's supposedly up for suspension. And uh, Trevor Murdoch says... I don't want him to get suspended. I want to beat his ass. That's just not how you act. And uh, yada, yada, yada. And uh, uh, Josephus emerges. He says he's tired of all these humiligrations. Um, is that a real word, by the way? No. <laughs> Which, yeah. The crowd okay. kind of laughed when he said that. 
yeah yeah humiligrations from shapeshifters like james storm he said and coke cabana yeah uh, corgan shapeshifters yes that's it and uh says he's a spiritual advisor sanctioned all kinds of violence against murdoch trevor tonight i can't get the names Which, right either. just speaking of the spiritual advisor i really appreciated her uh commercial on the last episode for invisible hair cream <laughs> yeah it's very nice and invisible voice cream yeah which maybe camille's using i still think by the way that the spiritual advisor is so hot i am a fan of the spiritual advisor you're really weird i know i know just saying uh talk to talk to my lady about shaving her head um (laughs) (laughs) will not happen um anyway so uh they go get in the ring uh josephus jumps trevor murdoch as he's getting in the ring whips him into the ring post uh the bell rings josephus versus trevor murdoch and uh this is a pretty straightforward match it ends up with murdoch going to the second rope it's bulldog and that's that trevor murdoch wins uh and Josephus, Josephus went from being a big part of the show to just having his ass beat pretty regularly, it seems like. Oh, uh, because he like pulls that powder out of his pants. Is that the right word? Shorts, yeah. pants? Um, to prevent chafing. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, let's see here. So uh, Galley is back out, uh, and he's going to introduce or interview Aaron Stevens, but he uh, can't have eye contact with Aaron Stevens, so he averts his eyes. Uh, Captain Morgan chants start, even though he isn't even wearing the Captain Morgan outfit. Uh, I do like his like play with the the dialogue with the crowd. I do like that repartee is that the right word yeah mm, look at you fancy uh yeah yeah he he does interact quite a bit uh, even if it is just to yell silence and yeah. uh that sort <laughs> and, of but thing. it's funny yeah it's like a, he has good chemistry with the crowd uh and then uh he's out there he's joined by ricky starks and uh steven says uh he probably is out there because he wants to be his stunt double uh, but starts he's like a contract. foot shorter than Stevens. Yeah, it probably would work out really well, right? Like they don't they don't look much alike, so mm-hmm. I don't get it. Uh, Aaron Stevens is a little oblivious though, uh, but starts this. It, this is a kind of an awkward moment. Starts just like says on the contrary, like puts out his hand to yeah, like kiss. Yeah, and kiss I head. thought the crowd was shouting, uh, "This is gay," but then when I rewatched it, they were shouting, "Kiss his hand," and. <laughs> but the first, I like I made a note about that, that like the, this is gay channel it, it was pretty gay like it was a gay moment well uh, yeah I can see it I mean they, they have a moment uh the I, I don't know I don't know if anybody would chant that though nowadays or <laughs> they'd be like <laughs> well that's watching it I was like okay good like it's it seemed weird but yeah, yeah. uh Stevens tells him he looks ridiculous and then starts slaps him across the face and says well yeah. you talk too much and uh he looks yeah. so wounded by that slap like it was like the most powerful slap in the world <laughs> well, and he looks like a man that's been slapped by a lot of women so <laughs> Aaron Stevens you yeah. think it's just because they think he's cute first and then he uh 
when they, things get a little yeah. physical and they're like oh wow real real bad dad bod going on well, here not just the dad bod just like this self-absorbed personality oh i got gotcha. you i was about to say i mean i'm not talking trash I mean. <laughs> no 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 more trash talking <laughs> no <laughs> I'm not knocking you for talking trash. I mean, that's what you're here for, right? So, uh, the uh, no, I'm just saying I can't talk about someone's body. I mean, it's not like I'm taking off my shirt and looking like Nick Aldis uh, yeah, or something. So. Me either. <laughs> well, that's probably beneficial for those who care about you in that way. So, you know, they're probably you taking off <laughs> your shirt and looking like <laughs> Nick Thank Aldis. You. Now it's gonna be hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel better about it then. I feel like if we can just work through that awkwardness, then it'll be fine. Just keep talking. <laughs> um, so we get a recap of the situation between Kingston, Homicide, and the wild cards leading to the Dawson's attacking all three. Uh, then you get uh, an Austin Idol commercial. This one's a little weird because you got the one, you know, that's a legit school here in Greenville, South Carolina. I So he owns Vic's Pizza downtown, doesn't he? He does that what you said? Yeah, I love Vic's Pizza. Yeah, I he owns Vic's Pizza. pizza. Um, or at least but, I think his son runs it, but yeah. That's I so the other ones, you know, the other commercials were like, quit your job, become a wrestler. But this was about the K Fob cocktail. What's K Fob? K Fob. <laughs> uh, it's K Fabe cocktail. K-fabe. So uh <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like you would know that not being like some huge wrestling nerd. Uh, kayfabe is the term that wrestling uses for uh, keeping character, like keeping okay. in in character at all times. So uh, it, it was like, I, I th- my history may be a little bit off, but it's like from the Carney days, like back when, uh, you know, when somebody was walking through that doesn't know the storyline or, or, you know, like, that's not part of the group you say they would yell out like keep kayfabe they would do it in locker rooms too later on if like a person from the press was walking in and you know two guys that would normally supposed to be hating hating each other's guts uh are like yeah. hanging out playing cards or something they'd yell out kayfabe kayfabe and then like everybody would straighten up and like separate and like pretend like they wanted to kill each other again you know that okay kind of so that's where the word comes from uh the kayfabe cocktail, I don't know. I, I don't know. Get it what, on? Let's get it on. Yeah. Uh, he'd love to tell you what's in it, but that wouldn't be kayfabe, would it? And uh, yeah, I don't I don't really know. He um, It's very rapey commercial from Austin. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Uh, but uh, so don't, you know, if you see him out, if he comes into your bar, don't. Uh, no. But you may need to learn how to, to make one. So there's all I don't think too. so. It sounds like it's got a lot of Ruthalin in it. I'm good. <laughs> I like that you went for like the real name. Like, <laughs> like everybody else in the world would call it Rufies, but you're <laughs> you're so above everything. Shut <laughs> up. The Ruthalin. Use yes. the proper <laughs> pharmacological term for it. Pharmacological a word? I don't even know. Um all right, uh, video plays of the Rock and Roll Express, who amazingly are still alive and kicking. And uh, after all, how old years, are they? They're, they're pretty old. They look great for uh, whatever age they are. <laughs> One hundred and fifty. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but they're uh, Ricky. No, Ricky Morton is thirty-two, and uh, he. <laughs> 
He's still stand by your Benjamin comments. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're uh, they're going to be uh, coming soon. It says, and uh, yeah, the Rock and Roll Express has been back since the oh god, I mean, I don't know, maybe late seventies, but at least the early eighties. And uh, yeah, they're still wrestling. Uh, oh yeah, that's awesome. You know, good for them. Yeah. Uh, no DQ match between Dawson's Kingston and Homicide is up next. And before the bell can even ring, there's a brawl. This on the is floor. a brutal match. It was oh, yeah. like, like, I was like, man, these guys are just getting their asses kicked. Like, Homicide and Kingston, the whole, I mean, it, like at first, it, I was like, oh, okay, they're pretty okay. But then just, I mean, it was a downhill battle pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they uh, let's see how's that end. They I'm looking at my notes here. Dave makes uh, there's there's chairs involved. There's a chair shot to the gut from Zay. Zay takes the chair to his back, nails to the face, the top of it. Yeah. Anyway, a bunch of chairs happen, and the Dawsons end up winning when uh, the wild cards come out and uh, hit uh, homicide with the belt. I believe um, they're scary. Which ones? The wild cards. The Dawsons. They're like some boys that grew up in the trailer park down the road from me. But the wild cards are like, they would like hunt you down and fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty rough. The, and the uh, one guy is like chewing gum, like every time you see him, just like, like getting in the wrestling ring, chewing gum still. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, is that, that's what seals it for you. That's how you know they're tough, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Only I guess that's tougher. They had toothpick out of their mouth. Yeah. Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a jet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good gimmick idea. We'll uh, save that for when we're writing our own wrestling show. <laughs> uh, you see a uh, commercial for the question mark. This One was very time. confusing to me. I kind of I kept waiting for the spiritual advisor to show up, but she never did, and so it was just. Because it, it was like Mother Earth, Father Sky, Steel makes the metal within, flames and quest. They're like, it was it was like an acid trip, <laughs> like a really quick acid trip. <laughs> I love that you uh you wrote down the uh, words though. That's pretty nice. Because um, I was like, what does this even mean? Yeah, Steel makes the metal within. I guess that's the question. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I'll find out. You probably already know, but I do know. But I was uh, I was trying to give a dramatic pause into the camera. Dun, dun, that's, dun. that's the question. Okay, um, <laughs> you know what's funny? I've noticed about myself too. This is just a little side note as well. Is that I uh, when I'm talking, I'll stare at you, who is right here. But when people are watching. You're really looking at me here. <laughs> Your finger is just like. <laughs> so it's it's very confusing. So I'm, I'm trying to remember to to look you in the eyes, but to look you in the eyes is not to actually look you in the eyes. Am I making sense here? Yes, you're getting blurrier though. I feel like. God, why? I don't know. Uh, Maybe your camera just can't handle you. Yeah, that's probably it. I imagine. It needs some more. Uh, <laughs> is that a fat joke 
No. <laughs> <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's not enough I, megapixels to <laughs> show you. God, you're never going to That bitch going to have to have like 20 more megapixels. That's not what I was <laughs> Look at that fat ass going to need like 30 more <laughs> megapixels for a selfie on that bitch. <laughs> I just meant that there, I just meant all the gloriousness of Gary. God damn <laughs> uh, i'm just having fun maddie it's all right um all right i'm trying to get through this episode so i don't have to hold you up for forever marty bell versus uh, ashley fox that's where we were at that you're right yes uh we see an interview with marty bell who says she's excited to be there she's excited to prove herself allison k is one of her best friends she's actually wearing an allison k shirt in the match uh, she believes she deserves a shot at the NWA women's title, and that's why she's challenged Ashley Vox, the woman that uh, came to a couple of weeks prior. Um, and uh, as the two of them enter the ring, Allison Kay is being interviewed at ringside by Marquez, and she again wants to make sure we get her good side. She's very. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> Uh, Kay tells the two women that they both had very impressive debuts and Marty knows that she loves her uh, and she's glad that she wants to earn another title shot because she doesn't think she's ready and Ashley she already beat her so best of luck to you both so she's given kind of a, I don't know if that's supposed to be like a heel kind of thing but like doesn't think her best friend deserves a shot and uh, Ashley I mean, she's got to come back with something like as the champion. She can't just be like, I mean, I guess she could, but she doesn't she like want to maintain that tough girl. You'd think I'm, you'd the, wanna... I'm the boss bitch. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be a good uh, character too. I'm jotting these down. Um, <laughs> so uh, Marty and Ashley, uh, have a decent match and uh then um uh, marty escapes wants to hook uh, blah 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 i'm sorry i'm just like this is so obnoxious i'm sure i'm just like blah 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 blah, blah. there's a hit and blah and uh ashley goes for a flag head scissor off the apron marty sidesteps to the center of the ring wants the double arm but fox turns it into a fish hook chicken wing marty escapes wants the hook again but fox counters into a jackknife cover for the flash win your winner is Ashley Vox. How was that? That was like radio. That quality. was good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, your winner is Ashley Vox. Allison Kay's applauding afterwards. And as Vox leave, Thunder Rosa pushes past her. And okay. The so for like the past three episodes, there's been Thunder Rosa commercials. And I wanted to text you and be like, who is she? Because she's very mysterious and intriguing. And I want to know more. Cause she's got that cool half face and she seems like a badass. She's got the leather jacket. My type of, my type of girl. I like her. Yeah. We'd be friends. Uh, th yeah. She's great. <laughs> she's and, probably uh, crazy. <laughs> no, I've, uh, I've been lucky enough to interview her on the show and, uh, Hell yeah. she's, she's legit, man. She is a, uh, also an MMA fighter and, uh, she, she will whip that ass. Like she is, she's not, she's not playing and she uh, looks she looks tough as hell yeah she's she's but she's really really cool uh scrappy scrappy girl her family moved here from mexico and she has been working her ass off uh taking care of her family and you know eventually found this skill with uh 
it out in wrestling yeah. and in MMA. And so she's here. She's finding some success in the NWA. There, I, I was the same way, man. She's really good at social media as well. Like I had, I knew who she was before I ever saw a match because of like Twitter and Instagram. I would see pictures of her and I'm like, who is that? Like she yeah. looks cool. And uh, she, you know, when the NWA was starting their show, I remember uh, telling people, like, I was like, I hope they get Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa seems awesome. And the way they announced her, I was like, hell yes. Like, yes. Thunder Rosa. She was but a star did, before she even walked out, I think. They did those commercials, like, leading up to her, because it was her first appearance in the NWA Power, like, show, whatever. So I, because I hadn't seen her before or anything. I didn't know who she was, but um <clears throat> they did a really good job of like doing the commercials for her with like the just the drum beat like synchronized i was about to say it, cuts. yeah <clears throat> considering like on this show they don't really have entrance music like a lot of wrestling shows uh they walk out they just like they're just out there but thunder rosa yeah. has these drums going and stuff kind of neat it like gave this like extra yeah. uh flavor to it uh to see her come out um she offers a hand to marty marty stands up but marty walks past her and uh just not take the hand i guess uh it was really funny actually in the crowd i remember that night thunder rosa walked out i was super excited to see her but she's got the very mean look on her face and in that moment you can't really see it if you go back you can see it but uh it's not very noticeable but she's standing there and looking at marty bell as she reaches out the hand and some little kid in the front row goes no don't do it <laughs> thunder rosa like glances over at him and she like puts her hand i was like <laughs> and like brushes him off like no and uh but uh it's on the other side of her so you can't really see it on television but it's a, it was super funny like he uh that kid felt great i think that she acknowledged probably him. she acknowledged him yeah <laughs> Uh, so you see another commercial for uh, Tony Fox waffles and tire irons. Yeah. Uh, that's still a that's a great buy commercial. three gluten free waffles get four tire irons for free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have uh, some nice uh, over at the NWA shop some nice uh, waffles and tire iron shirts now. <laughs> uh, let's see, and uh, we're ready for Aaron Stevens versus Ricky Starks, and uh, it's a pretty good match. Uh, Captain Morgan Chance throughout. Uh, Starks goes for a slap, Stevens ducks, covers up, screaming at a high pitch, and uh, Starks rolls him up and uh, gets the three counts. So. I just wanted to take note of uh, all of Jim's trash talking about Aaron Starks during this match. <laughs> he says that he has a lack of testicular fortitude. Like, I, yeah. I thought that was that was great. I mean, the whole match, he's talking shit about him. He's like, he doesn't care. He's always just gotten by. This is his modus operandi. Is just like he has the talent. He just does, like he sounds like my mom talking about some of her students, like how they just like <laughs> they could get A's, but they're just happy with C's. <laughs> yeah, but, these kids, they, yeah. they don't have any testicular fortitude. He's a, he's a, <laughs> Like he's so in love with himself, but yeah, the lack of testicular fortitude really stuck out to me. Like, what a specific thing to say. Yeah, he uh the last week I think it was or the episode three says something about one of the people being crazier than a rainbow trout in a car wash. 
and uh, <laughs> I love him. I, yeah, just, I wrote that down. I want to get him in trouble later. <laughs> it's gonna get him in trouble later. Uh, let's just say season three doesn't have Jim Cornette. He makes a lot of those kind of references, and he eventually does one that uh, lights the internet on fire. I can tell you about it off camera, but uh, he, he uh, yeah, he's a uh, you know, he's a he's old school. So uh, the next match is our uh, big main event, I guess. It's uh, James Storm and, I, I mean, not like, I guess. I mean, I just, I think that was the next thing. It's not yes, it's the, the main event. The six match thing. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, this uh, was the first question I had. I was like, where's Eli Drake? Like the very first thing I was like looking around for him. And uh, Yeah. Where, where was Elijah Drake? Yeah, I think it's weird. I, you know, you bring that up. I, I didn't even, I, it didn't even occur to me that way, but I never even talking about that. I wasn't, yeah, he was out there instigating the whole thing. When I was talking to Stinson on the yeah. last one we were talking about, I was like, Eli Drake is, he always looks like he's trying to play chess while everybody else, he's assuming you're playing checkers. And so he's like trying to think like six moves ahead and yeah. he's instigating and stirring the pot and then uh, walks away. Uh, Stinson's also uh, very happy that your mom educator. So I saw that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh, he he's his favorite. By the way, you should you should see this. Uh, they his family. He and his beautiful wife, and he's got two daughters, and they uh, they showed up at the NWA power tapings uh, dressed as. Well, you haven't seen him yet, but as Aaron Stevens and uh, and uh, his uh, buddy, the question mark, they'll they'll that's here, but that's uh, the first time I ever saw the Stinsons. They were all dressed like so it was uh, very nice. So I, I wonder if he's uh, upset that we didn't spend enough time on Aaron Stevens. He he loves Aaron Stevens, and uh, I mean, I'll talk they, more about Aaron Stevens. Like I'm okay. They look very similar, <laughs> actually. They. Like I, I think uh, Aaron Stevens <laughs> has a little hide on first, him. In, in, like in one of the comments, he said that as far as Aaron's cuteness goes, everyone says I look like him. Yeah. Um, no, they do. They do literally look pretty close. Um, so after some head games over whoever starts, uh, it's going to be Aldous and Storm, except nah, James tags out to Tom Latimer. So, um, yeah. so that's the kind of stuff you were talking about with Storm. I love watching Nick Aldis wrestle. I'm just going to say that. I love how like he's so he can be super technical and like sometimes because like James Storm, he's a fucking force to be reckoned with in this battle, like in this matchup. He really is. He just like demolishes like everybody that comes across his path. It was really impressive. But I love like Nick is beautiful when he wrestles. Like, I know that's a weird thing to say, but it's like all very fluid. And it just seems like it's it, like, I like watching it. It just seems like well, it's so I, natural and like part of his body. And I don't know, just saying. Just every, everything you're saying is, is what I've always wanted to say, but never felt bold enough to Comfortable say it. Comfortable to, to say it. <laughs> He's just so beautiful when he wrestles. <laughs> He does, he does look, no, I, I get exactly what you mean. Like, he's very technically proficient. Yeah, like, like sometimes is, watching football, it's almost like watching, you know, certain players make it look like they're dancing, you know, kind of, 
and it's it was like that you know where it was just like so fluid and beautiful to watch whereas you know like James Storm is just like <laughs> like he's a bulldozer <laughs> like it was intense um yeah yeah there's definitely and, like a a good uh uh what's the word I'm looking for uh juxtaposition between the two of them like the yeah. you know with James Storm being like this rowdy biker guy boy, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick's, uh, <laughs> Nick's fancy and well-trained and all of that stuff uh so uh the roadhouse I'm just waiting for him to like Swayze like James Storm's throat out just like oh my god Maddie, everything you're talking about right now, um, I don't know if we've ever talked about my love of Patrick Swayze I before. I love Roadhouse. <laughs> but, and like Roads, Roadhouse is like my favorite action movie of all time. And you just like, you just sealed the deal here. You're hired. I need... <laughs> <laughs> Best part. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, and yeah, now I'm, now I'm super excited thinking about Nick Aldis, yeah, doing the, the little claw thing. Um, anyway, <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> also i have so many things now that i'm just thinking about with uh i was trying to think of a nice joke about so our mutual friend justin keys uh we used to have this thing called like i don't even know if this is appropriate but so in in dirty dancing and in roadhouse patrick swayze has sex with someone to the song these arms of mine and, uh, so yeah. yeah so we would have this thing it's like well if you if you do it to that song you're swayzy in them and that's uh that was like the like yeah <laughs> anyway so that should uh, that should be you know a wrestler's theme song yeah that's uh so I, I was trying to think of a way to work that into the conversation i'm like there's no way to work that into the conversation no. without sounding like really just inappropriate uh with for, for Nick, Nick Aldis. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> this is, oh man, there's times, Maddie, I feel like we're doing so great together and it's perfect. And then sometimes, it just, sometimes it's just like going off the rails. And I think it's mostly me. And I don't know why. No. No. <laughs> this is A plus content here, folks. I think so too. Uh, so, so uh anderson the cat's close latimer charges eats a forearm from anderson uh uranagi is the name of that move from aldis cabana hits the superman pin for the three count and uh yeah that's what he's called that was cool super i even wrote that down he does super cool tag out like yeah yeah because he did it was like a flip and then he like spread down like pinned him with his feet or something i don't know but it was you know, it was at one moment I was looking up at it and I was, I, cause I was trying to take notes and I was like, I don't even, it, like it was happening too fast. And I, for a long while, like I didn't. And then the announcers, you know, talked about how you didn't even know who was the legal man at one point. Like everybody was down, like all of a sudden. And then it was just like over like that, which was, it, it's almost like a cliffhanger at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Stinson's in the chat, by the way. He he gave a good uh, uh, analogy. Storm and Aldous is like a machete and a scalpel. So yeah. uh, that, I like that one. I just thought that was worth mentioning. Um, 
but yeah, and then you get the the pin. So because of that, James Storm is going to have to defend his national championship against Colt Cabana. Uh, is the outcome there, uh, Maddie? That that I think that's uh, how this one ended. Um, tell me tell me your thoughts. Like, I mean, are you, are you feeling NWA power as a whole? Uh, is yeah, is it something you're I'm interested really in? It. Okay, cool. Uh, because uh, people may want to know this you are supposedly as long as uh you're still down with it going to be a regular guest on this this rewatch and i uh, hope so yeah because uh you're going to continue down the path james storm doesn't like show up at my house and kill me for all the bad things i've said <laughs> james storm doesn't have time so he's 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 busy he's, he's a busy guy right he's yeah yeah he's to do follow him on instagram he's always busy like working out and showing his muscles off and stuff and uh he has a patreon where you can like play video games with him so it's, uh... sounds like a great guy <laughs> what, what is that <laughs> maddie i'm just kidding i really am. you gotta you're making really enemies with kidding. aaron stevens shave storm and uh trevor murdoch no, today no 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 i love aaron stevens I really do. He's, I still have a secret crush on him. I'm just, you know, hurt. Maintaining a physique <laughs> is very difficult, you know? Like he's, uh, I was, yeah. No, I love him. I really do. And I, like I said, I didn't, I did not mean to sound so mean about Trevor Murdoch. I really was just wondering, but I truly don't like James Storm as a character. So I'll, I'll stick with that one. Okay. I'll, t I'll renege on everything else. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, and I get it. I mean, Trevor, Trevor's got a, a unique look. Uh, I kind of like that about the NWA, though. It's not like yeah. uh, uh, some places where it's like everybody's got the same body type and the exact no, same look. No, I like that. that everybody's very different, like in their characters. I yeah, yeah. That. So overall, like who would be your uh, favorite characters you've you've seen so far? Um... I, love, I have a soft spot for Tim Storm because he just seems like such a nice, kind man. Like he really does. Um, I love Nick Aldis. Like I really enjoy watching him. And I'm, I'm intrigued by like a couple of other people, but I don't really want to like give all that away yet. You know, I kind of want to see some more. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, Tim Storm has this ability that uh, everybody that I talk to loves Tim Storm. And he's like, it's your a dad. Thing. he reminds me of my dad so much. Like. Yeah, it's it's a thing that doesn't work with everyone. Um, the like a lot of times in wrestling right now, especially now, John Cena is an example of this, like is a wrestler um, that they try to get over as. I'm the good heroic white knight dude and I do no wrong. And I am just bold and brave, like all of that stuff. And fans will be quick to just totally reject that. They'll, yeah. they'll hate on it for some reason. Like they feel like you're, they're trying to shove something down your throat or they're like, no, nah, we want the, the layers of character and it can't, nobody's just that good. And like, you know, all of that stuff. And, uh, but with Tim Storm, there's something that is just so 
genuine about him as a person that people people just accept it they're like that's a good like nice hard working yeah. dude that's the word <laughs> genuine like because people can tell you know people sense that authenticity um if you bring it and i think that's one of the things that was really appealing about him i like ricky starks i think he's he's very quick like he's one of the ones that I kind of want to like, I want to see a little bit more of before I like fully form an opinion. Cause you, I haven't really like seen him much, but he's just like very speedy and like quick. And he was really fun to watch wrestling, like wrestle too. Yeah. I enjoyed uh, that. Uh, Jennifer likes his uh, bubble butt. So. Ooh, I'll keep an eye. Thanks Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, Maybe there's I'll a moment later. Aaron Stevens, Ricky Starks wrestling match. <laughs> no it's serious because i even I, I tweeted about it one day because like later on in the show uh not to spoil anything too much but there's there's a scene where there's a masked character and there's like several and jennifer sees them and she's like that guy's ricky stark and i'm like what and How she's do you like know? That's, she was like that's his cute little bubble butt <laughs> and i was That's like amazing. wow that, and it is it is it turns out it's ricky sarks and it, it was just like that super <laughs> creepy why <laughs> how did you do that you recognize yeah, him he, by he's his... cute um but anyway yeah ricky starks is a a, a good guy he is he is salty not salty what's the word for him saucy maybe uh, yeah he was spicy like spicy yeah yeah he's he's a lot of fun like he, he they've all they've all got really great social media personas like uh you, you maddie just recently joined twitter so uh if you get on so there, i'm sorry i don't know how to tweet anything like i don't know what i'm doing i'm learning every day yeah, but I'm happy that you started one, so that's nice. Um, yeah, I'm excited. The only reason I told you to do that is because one of the things, and if anybody's watching this, uh, they, uh, well, I know people are watching and I can see you. Um, the, uh, the thing is, is like the NWA fam, we use the hashtag sometimes, NWA fam, like it's, it's strong on Twitter. Like it's super, I mean, they're there on Instagram too, but like Twitter invites this uh, interaction that the other platforms don't seem to uh, like in Facebook, you can join some groups that talk about NWA stuff, but uh, it's mostly like dads and grandpas and uncles and stuff yeah. talking about like the old school NWA, but like the current stuff, like Twitter is lively. When you start talking about the NWA uh, people, people get real into it, but anyway, well, now so I'm really scared about some of the things I've said, but um, who are you? I just want to know like who, are some of your favorite people who are some of my favorite people well i have to uh i am required uh by contract to say nick aldis uh he is uh no i, I say nick aldis because he's been legitimately very good to the show as well he's uh he's he's retweeted tweeted out stuff like that like to even today he retweets like the stuff we put out and uh so he's that's really very awesome. supportive yeah, yeah, he's he's very very supportive of what we're doing here, and he doesn't have to be. I mean, it, it's he's got way more followers than we do, and yeah. like it doesn't you know he doesn't have to do anything. So he's he's a he's a cool guy, um, in that aspect. 
Uh, he'll do some things later in the show that I find questionable, but uh, we'll get to that. Um, but uh, no, I think um, there's obviously Tim Storm. So skipping over him, um, I would say there's there's a little bit of me that has a soft spot for Trevor Murdoch. I don't know if it's a fat guy energy or what it is, but uh, it's this, uh, he's a guy who, if you've, been watching wrestling he's been a lot of places and he's done yeah. a lot of stuff and uh he just never he'll get some amount of success but then it just kind of moves on for him and he just travels to the next place and he's just got this he's a very hard worker is what i'm trying to say i guess and you just want to see i think as you get to know him even more too you'll just see like you want him to succeed and uh he was trained by uh, a legendary wrestler, a former world champion named Harley Race. And uh, and Harley died last year, and uh, I believe it was last year. But the reason Trevor was there was he was at the funeral for Harley. Uh, Trevor was trained by him and also taught at Harley's school. Mm -hmm. And uh, he met David Lagana, who's the vice president of the NWA, and I think maybe Nick or something. And they were like, what are you doing right now? And because uh, he had just been out of wrestling for yeah. a while. And uh, supposedly he was just like, you know, not anything. I just, I teach and stuff like that. And they're like, well, why don't you come down to Atlanta and uh, let's do something. And he's, uh, he was like, I'm, I'm out of shape. I'm not ready to do anything. Like I blah, blah, blah. And they were like, just, just show up. Let's see how it goes. And now it feels like he's taken this thing and made like a, a second chance out of it uh to oh, try to I'm make excited to see happen. more of him okay. yeah he just uh so so it's like that kind of story for me that kind of works uh i love ricky stars too i think ricky ricky's very very cool and smooth yeah. like he's he's got a unique character i especially like that he walks a fine line with a crowd that is very typically southern and uh yeah. he he's got that like ambiguousness about him that uh i think just plays off people's emotions in a certain way like you're either gonna love him or there's gonna be some people that uh become very angry with him <laughs> yeah. so but it doesn't seem to bother him either way so uh i kind of dig that about ricky uh obviously thunder Rose is awesome too uh anyway so i could talk all day about those people Who, who's your least favorite do you want to go out of lips since you've been so brutal already? Today? I think I've I, I pretty much said that was James Storm. <laughs> I don't like the Dawsons. Like, I really don't. Like, like, they're really loud and obnoxious. They remind me of people that, like, bullied me when I was a kid. Like, I don't really like them. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think that's their goal. So. Yeah. I mean, th but that's their, yeah, that's their character. Like, and James Storm, I feel like I'm probably not supposed to like him either. So. He's, he's being kind of a dick right now. So yeah, he's it being makes a sense. big dick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where do you sit on Eli Drake what do you think about him he's one that I he seems very like articulate and like you said like everything's like very he's thinking things ahead um I you know just like projecting and thinking I'm I wonder if he's one of those people who like tries or wants to be like the smartest person in the room or thinks he that he is um but I'm kind of holding my opinion out on him until like I see more because I've you've I've seen him 
in a couple of episodes, I think, but I'm not immediately like in a love or hate relationship with him. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mr. Stinson says he uh, gets not liking the Dawson's, but his wife uh, thinks James Storm is as hot as they get. I can, yeah, I can kind of see that. Um, God, there are lots of people commenting. Um, I don't know. I just don't. I'm sure he is an attractive guy. I just don't like his personality. <laughs> this is a, uh, yeah, I mean, there there are people commenting. Uh, the um... I know. I, well, I let my computer go on, on save, so they're just big bubbles. Like uh, Honestly, <laughs> like, uh, I'm glad we just got through the recap. Normally, we can, like, uh, this is later, so I wasn't even sure anybody would show up for it, so it's nice to see some people come out, but uh, this is later than normal streams happen, so... Uh, well, thank you all for like all of the welcomes. It's very kind. I'm really excited to be a part of it. I yeah, won't be you're getting a lot so of love on Twitter brutal. too. If you if you haven't, uh, <laughs> no, no. I mean, these people have, are very yeah, who opinionated. Asked to, as, to be their wife, like who who was that? Uh, that was yeah. I don't. Where is that guy? I don't know. He said he said welcome to my new wife. I was like, dude, she's been on Twitter for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, you, sorry, Corona. <laughs> you, sorry, you Corona. Me about that. And I was just like, what? What are you even talking about? Like I just made the Twitter and then, like I looked at it and I was like, oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, at least you know, it's better than uh you know, people hating you. Just saying yeah, like, screw no, off or I, something. I appreciate love. Like I have very high anxiety i need all the love like please tell me you love me yeah those eyes oh my god uh if you got anything else for maddie you need to throw it in now because i can't keep her all night she's got stuff she's got to do she's got noodles waiting i have uh, a whole quart of beef udon and i am getting ready to turn naruto on and get my little spoon and my chopsticks and just like go to town Man, I used to okay. date a girl that watched Naruto all the time. Uh, she was super into that show. I uh, it's a commitment. Never, I'm gonna say that I, it's I, a it's a commitment to love that show. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 interesting. I I never fully got into it because it felt like I just I, like I imagine how some people feel about uh, wrestling too, like jumping in, which is why it's cool that you're giving it a shot and you're able to start off at the beginning of NWA power. But yeah, I see your eyes. You get distracted by the chat. All right, people, if you want to talk to Maddie, now's the time. This is, this is where it is. I'm sorry. Say things yeah, to Maddie so shot, she could like, shut up. So yeah, I, uh, I agree. Like we'll all them. the wrestlers that I've seen, like, I really appreciate the characters that they play. Like I, that's something that I do. And I say like, everybody is just a fucking badass in the ring. I love like how passionate and also like how I feel like because I, I studied acting for a really long time. I went to school for acting and literature. So I love seeing like character development and like the little idiosyncrasies that like, you know, the like I like when Eddie Kingston got all up in the wild card space and he just like flips his hat around. Like I start laughing my ass off because like my boyfriend's from New York and he does the same thing. Like whenever he gets really mad, he like flips his hat around and gets all tough. And I just like, it's little things like that, that I think make 
make the show what it is. And I think that's part of what I appreciate about the NWA so much is they, if they're taking the time to even, you know, put up these little commercials, you know, to do that like two minute countdown where they're, they're showing screenshots of like all of their fans, like people saying stuff like that, you know, that takes time. You're sifting through things and dedication and passion and it shows. So that's something it's contagious too. Like, I think that that's something that, um, you know, Billy Corgan is obviously very passionate about wrestling and Dave Vagana too. And you can see that through the work that they're putting out, which makes it great for us to watch. We got wrestling with the MMA with some more, uh, the, uh, saying, uh, welcome to the fam, Maddie. Uh, he's referencing some things like, uh, strictly resistance into business. You won't get that quite yet, but, uh, Stinson asks Maddie, here's a Piper's note question. So Piper's notes, by the way, is uh, Piper is his daughter. He has two daughters, Piper and Petra. Hi, Piper. And, uh, yeah, they are. Uh, so used to what would happen is like if Jennifer would text me something, I would say a lot of times hashtag Jennifer notes. Uh, Piper <laughs> was a fan of the show and she took it and uh, she uses Piper's notes. And uh, she so does a YouTube show herself and she's a very young lady, but I've been on her show. She, uh, it's very cool. It's a, they watch a music video and mm -hmm. uh, just go over things. So I got to watch uh, uh, Depeche Mode. Uh, awesome. yeah, enjoy the silence. Yeah. So yeah. we watched that together and discussed that video. So uh, Piper apparently has a question of, well, what kind of music are you into and what's your favorite band? That's so honestly, I love a lot of 80s new wave. Like I listen to a lot of The Cure and The Smiths and Joy Division, um, some like punk music. Um, I've been really into the Stooges lately, um, but I also like listening to like doo-wop music and old country. Like I would say I'm a pretty varied person um, because I can also like jam out to Adele, no problem. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I pretty varied um I, I love Elliot Smith I know it makes me it's just the sad girl so sad 90s girl that I am I will always be I love Elliot Smith um the Velvet Underground is probably that or the Stooges they're probably my favorite one of my favorite bands and the Smiths Morrissey's such a jerk but yeah yeah Morrissey's yeah. uh yeah, I mean, it's tough. Like, it, that he's one of those guys separate the art from the artist, I think, a lot of times. So, I just have so uh, many pairs of Doc Martens. Like, I, <laughs> that's just oh, who dude. I am, you know? <laughs> like, I love Docs. Uh, but apparently, you hit all the favorite bands. So, uh, oh, Psychotronic yeah. Film Society podcast has been obsessed with the Stooges lately. It's a podcast yeah, that doesn't have its own well, life. So um, I mean, <laughs> honestly, like I've, I've always loved Iggy Pop and listening to a lot of like old punk music, but because um, my uncle before he died in Iraq, that was, or I'm sorry, Afghanistan, that was like one of our like few bonding things that we got to do before he died. I was like 15 and um, I was really emo. I just got back from Germany and like really into punk music. And um, so suicidal tendencies, all that stuff kind of led me down there. So that's exciting yeah that is exciting apparently you Blaine get all Marcus the uh, yeah, best ones exactly <laughs> no dogs in space <laughs> uh, he's not the worst but he's pretty bad he's pretty bad <laughs> yeah i mean there's people that have done worse things than morrissey i can think of a couple 
uh, the, uh, but he's, <laughs> he's, <up there>. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's around there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you named a lot of good ones, so you'll probably be getting a uh, invite from Piper's Notes at some point. I bet now. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, any other any other stuff for Maddie before we wrap it up and let her go eat her food? Um, the what was I going to say to you? You said something that made me think of something, and I lost it. But oh well. All right. Well, it doesn't matter. We're going to see more of Maddie because Maddie is going to become a fixture on this is the NWA. I think. Our community is growing, so it's exciting. And uh, it's exciting that you came and did this. Uh, I don't know exactly what episode you'll come back for, but I'll just keep you posted. We'll, uh, okay, I'm sure I'll end up watching all of them, so. Yeah, well, that's your job now, so yeah. there it is. <laughs> we want to thank everybody for showing up, and make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit that little bell icon that alerts you every time we go live, just like this. I, I subscribe. Yeah, she subscribed. Uh, makes sense. You're on it. Um, the So uh, A++++ content. Thank you so much, everybody, for doing this. Maddie, tell people where they can find you on the interwebs if they want to, if you'd allow. All right, so I'm now on Twitter, at Maddie Hoptry, Maddie with an E. And then I'm on Instagram at princess double underscore sparkle pants. So just... Give me a little follow. I'm super excited. From? I'm sorry. Where does that come from? Princess Sparkle Pants? I made it up for myself because I feel like that's that's who I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, perfect. That's my inner self. <laughs> <laughs> and she bedazzles her jeans. All I of do them. not. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's where it comes from. <laughs> Uh, that's what she's known as in town. Yeah, coming in like a Goo Goo Dolls fan. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm... <laughs> oh, but yeah, I love thank it. you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed this. Uh, thanks for welcoming me to the family, and I cannot wait to be back in the future. And we're brilliant. Thanks, Gary. You're always glorious. Oh, thanks so much. And thank you, everybody, for showing up. You guys have a good rest of your night. As always, we are at the NWA pod on all the social medias. If you don't know that already, I am at this is Gary Horde. All right, that's it. We're, we're leaving you now. Go away. All of you, Bye. please. I don't know how to end this.